Let's get right to my friend David Dietz, Managing Principal, Senior Portfolio Strategist, PPAC Private Wealth Management. David, nice to see you. Glad you're on the show. We have interesting stories today with the S&P and Dow new highs. We have uncertainties when it comes to some of the economic news, right? Jobless claims looking better. PPI looks a little hot in, in you know, showing some inflation. How are you feeling about the market overall at this point? We are at all-time highs. Um, the market's doing quite well. The S&P 500 is up close to 18%. So I'm not seeing a rip-roaring movement higher in the market, but I do think we're going to be solidly higher by the year end. And I think it's all about three factors, Nicole. First, we've got super great corporate earnings. We just had in Q2 the reports from that quarter, some of the best earnings we've seen out of corporate America for over a decade. OK, and I think that although a lot of people say, well, they're going to decelerate going forward, I'm not sure that's the case. In fact, uh, facts that report that just the first month of Q3 earnings estimate for the quarter are going up, which is very rare. They usually start to come down as the new quarter starts. Mm. And I also think that um, corporate guidance is very conservative because of the uncertainties, particularly around the Delta uh, variant, that uh, I think the expectations can be beaten um, uh, significantly. Of course, we've got those low interest rates. Ten-year Treasury yield is about where the S&P 500 yield is. That's very rare. That means although stocks are expensive, they're cheaper than bonds. And finally, the Delta variant. A lot of concern here. But not to be cavalier about it, we have seen this rodeo before. We've got the tools. We've just got to get everyone to be vaccinated. And I think finally, those who have been vaccinated will not be willing to sit at home and have a lockdown like we saw before because of the, the current issues. They'll put the masks on, but they won't sit at home. So I don't think it's going to be as bad. And of course, they're developing more and more vaccines and boosters as we go along. So I think that uh, I, I would not uh, put your money under the mattress because of that issue. Yeah, it's very interesting. And uh, you make a good point there about, you know, what we might see going forward. And, and the continuing news of good earnings, good corporate earnings is obviously a breath of fresh air as well, because that's that is a question and a wild card, David. So you make a good point with that. Tell me about some of the names that uh, you are looking at here today. Now, I see some names I know well, but the, you have a couple in here, uh, Organon, Manulife Financial, Tell me about some of these names that we know a little less about. Why are these on your stock pick list? So one of the reasons Organon's on my list is because people don't know about it. Why is that? Because it's a newly formed company. It's a spinoff from Merck in late May. And usually what happens, these spinoffs, people say, well, I know Merck. I know the blue chip. I don't know this other company. Get it out of here. And so there's a lot of just quick selling. But the fact of the matter is, I think it's just too cheap to be ignored. In, indeed, my thunder was stolen just in the last 24 hours when they beat the street. They uh, announced $1.72 quarterly earnings versus expectation about $1.40. Well, if you annualize that, you've got uh, um, you know close to $6 on a $32 stock. They also instituted a dividend. There was no dividend before. Now you got not just a dividend, 3.7%, and there's enough room for that to increase over time. Management, hey, it came from Merck. <laughs> it's not easy to get a job at Merck. So I'm going to give a plus for the management here. And of course, healthcare, less cyclical. They're in biosimilars, women's health. They also have some of the off patent drugs from Merck. So I think this is a low risk way to continue to participate in this market. Uh, I think you make a great point, and you're right. Not everybody knows all those details when you have the pros from Merck moving forward. And as you said, an 11% gain today 
for this stock on the heels of all their news. Um, how about the China ETF? Exactly. So, I mean, um, this China ETF has all the big names that we love to follow and so forth. You know, your Alibaba, your Tencent, your Neo electric vehicles, uh, JD.com, uh, Baidu, the search engine. And of course, uh, we know what's happened since February. That package, as reflected in that ETF, has lost a third of its value. So here's the bet as far as I am concerned. Uh, will the Chinese government stop the digitization of the second largest economy of the world and put the kibosh on the growth of that economy? No one knows for sure, but guess what? I, I love mm -hmm. to buy into the package of those stocks, one third off, have those great names. I was just looking this morning at Baidu, 55 billion market cap. You know, they have three quarters of all the search business in China. But their market cap is just 3% of Google. So one is too expensive or one is too cheap. But I think it reflects what's now happened in the Chinese market. And so I think here's a way to get exposure to tech, yeah. get exposure overseas at a discount. Yeah, David, I mean, it certainly seems out of proportion, out of proportion when you compare it to something like Google. How about Discovery and Cardinal Health? I think those are two very big names people know very well. Um, you have positive outlook on these. Yeah, absolutely. So Discovery Health has, you know, like 89 million uh, subscribers in this country, 200 million overseas. They reach all these eyeballs. And of course, they have great content, you know, the TLC, uh, the HGTV, um, the deadliest catch. So they have great content and so forth. Um, but right now, they're just sitting there. They're thought to be too small. Well, of course, they've entered into this transaction with AT&T, where they're going to combine with Warner Media. Uh, some people have been concerned as to where that will be permitted by the regulators. The early, uh, the early odds are that in fact, it will be. That will give them the scale. And I think ultimately they'll be bought by, you know, a much larger media company. Who knows? A Comcast or a Disney and so forth to take advantage of all that content. Meanwhile, you're paying just about 10 times earnings. Uh, so right. it's a real bargain. Cardinal Health, one of the key distributors in the pharmaceutical business, they announced um, uh, poorly received earnings. The stock has dropped 20% in the last three weeks. It's all due to these inventory reserves, which I see as a one-off thing. In the larger context, of course, they're getting ready for a settlement in terms of the opioid litigation. They've already reserved for that, so I don't think it's going to have any fundamental effect. But, you know, from a political perspective, I don't think they wanted to announce blowout earnings just as the attorney generals are announcing this settlement. It doesn't look good. Cardinal Health is has a 3.8 percent dividend, uh, trading at about under 10 times earnings. So it's a great way, again, to play healthcare at a discount and to avoid acrophobia in an otherwise fairly pricey market. Beautiful. David Dietz, great explanations. Thank you so very much, always. David Dietz, Managing Principal, Senior Portfolio Strategist, PPAC Private Wealth Management. Thanks.